You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. That's right, folks, what is happening, y'all? Welcome, one, welcome, all this beat at your boy DJ Reminis. I'm and welcome to the podcast for the ages where I play music that I really, really like. And I talk about things that are important to me. Hopefully you guys will like the same things too. This is episode 116 and we're already into February, man. January just blew by like no tomorrow. It is an exciting week for sure. And the month of February means Valentine's Day. I'll be doing my Valentine's Day special. Hopefully again, if I'm up for it, we'll see how it goes. But like every week, we're going to start off with the hot record of week. And I got a banger, man, especially because these guys made this record for me. I'm talking about Gerd Sidhu's brand new song called Deep Obsession. Trust me, I'm going to let it play and you'll understand why I like it. It's got some old school drum and bass beats and it's totally unexpected. This is a hot record of the week, man. Gerd Sidhu, Deep Obsession. Sonia, don't 
Toronto, to Toronto, baby. Yeah, gang is calm. Deep Jundu on the beat. Jay Static, the legend Jazzy D. Maharaja ke ke abalon di dunia. Oh, jatta ke ke tu balon di ye kure. Litra de naar bhi ni jude hone di. Jinne tere yar naar log ne jude. Mitra di worldwide tour ni. Rakda har ek banda gaur ni ke sheer jitta jera valiye ni khatta mar da. Alrighty, welcome back to the show, fam. And I got an email that I'm going to talk about. It's from uh, 
Himani Gangar. I hope I said your name uh, right, bro. Um, if I didn't, mafi ton, I apologize. Um, but uh, he writes, I'm in. I've been listening to your shows for a while now, to be honest. I used to listen just for music, but I've recently been listening to the actual content of the show. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Um, actually, a lot of people have said that. Um, and uh, I really love Punjabi music and I want to learn about it. And you know your shit. <laughs> so well, so amazing here you talk about it. Hey, man, I try my best, bro. I don't know everything. I only talk about the stuff that I do know about and I'm certain about. Uh, something I would like to hear on the show, if possible, is something about Punjabi singers and salaries. Uh, great question. Like, how do they make their money? How much uh, they make, stuff like that? Because it seems most of these singers are basing their success basing their success off YouTube views, which doesn't really mean shit. Or do they get, uh, like, commission or something off YouTube channel uh, of the record companies or something? And it's like you see all these guys flying first class and driving Range Rovers, so they must be cashing in. Or do they just charge like 10,000, you know, live per show? Anyways, this might be hard to talk about because there's not much information, but it's something I would enjoy hearing your thoughts on. Great question, fam. So let me start off by saying that um, there is an opportunity to make a career out of Punjabi music. There's so many cases uh, out there, you know, my homeboy Jesse Sidhu has been doing it for 20 years, uh, PBN, Jazz Dami, you know, same name a few from the UK. Um, you know, if you want to be a producer, there's so many producers making, you know, full-time income out of this. Almond Hair, uh, you know, True School, and so many others, right? I mean, then you look at India, where some of the top, you know, echelon of artists are like Diljit and stuff, who's making, the guy's making over six figures a year, for sure, 100%. I mean, you already know that. Uh, you know, Jazzy B's killing it. There's so, there's so many examples out there. But one thing you need to understand is out of all these examples that I'm telling you, this was not something that happened overnight. Um, even Imran Khan, like he came out guns blazing and, at, you know, for five years he dominated the scene. But, you know, no one, you know, but you never hear about the stories about the first album he ever did when he went to Pakistan. He spent all that money. It sounded like shit and he didn't like it. Then he came back, did more music where he was. He didn't like that. So that whole Imran Khan you know, before he even got to the point of his stardom was like five years into his career. You understand what I'm saying? So the first thing I want to understand is none of this is easy. It's not at all. It takes a long ass time, especially in today's market, because there's so much garbage coming out. People got to sift through all this garbage to find all the jewels and it just takes longer. So that's one thing I want to understand. Now, how do these guys make money? Obviously, they get shows. And the thing with Punjabi market is um, most of the income is honestly off gigs and events and shows and that's what they're striving for um, which is you know it's a great weapon to have if you could you know you're booked full-time or whatever it is two three gigs a month whatever it is right and on the average you know a lot of the top artists you know like if you book like someone like jazzy b with a band he's probably going to charge you like you know 30 40 50 grand depending on where the event is how much does jazzy make out of that i have no idea what the split is but you guys can probably figure that out yourself right again don't quote me on the numbers i'm just saying in general right and then on the average you know, UK artists, I can tell you from experience over the past, you know, 15, whatever, 20 years we've been doing events, you're probably looking about between 2,000 and 4,000 pounds on the average. Obviously, if you want to book someone like Jesse or someone else, it's going to cost you way more money. And on top of that, you got to pay for the flights, car not being out, this and that, right? So they make, they make, you know, decent money provided they have, you know, enough gigs for the month to, uh, you know, make a decent return on. So, I mean, if you're doing one gig a month, I mean, I don't think it's worth it. You know what I mean? Now, in terms of these YouTube views, um, I don't like the way the direction is going either. I mean, having 
you know, million YouTube views, which, you know, a lot of these record companies are buying and they demand it. Um, you know what? It, it's sad to see, but unfortunately, it's just the way the business is going. I mean, a lot of mainstream artists, you know, are doing it too to get that extra push ahead of the game versus someone else coming in the market. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a way to do it. I'm not, con- you know, I'm not encouraging it, but blatantly, you know, like dumb records getting like, a million views in like three four days is just ridiculous in my opinion it's like every punjabi record is getting a million views and that's that's just unrealistic it's impossible you know what i mean so that and then out of those views how much the record company makes i'm not too sure how youtube views that but let me tell you something some like speed records when they're making money off youtube it's a it's it's a big chunk i mean let's not kid ourselves so if you're you know if you're like someone like imran who's got everything in-house and he's hitting a million two million views on his uh videos i mean that's a fair chunk of money i bet you'll get a return on investment for making his videos 100 percent. i can tell you that it's not much but i mean all that all that adds up you understand what i'm saying and then you know what some of these you know like you're saying some of these videos they show these fancy cars and range rovers and stuff and you know what most of that is fake dude most of it's all fake it's just a facade that they're showing you um this lifestyle that's not even real right but you know janta's eating it up you know they're eating it up but it's not real in most cases you know what i mean i wish there's more real videos but um you know what then you're at the mercy of these these stations that want to you know that that demand these kind of videos where there's you know uh these cars these girls or whatever it is otherwise they just won't play it or they'll charge you more money to play these videos so yeah man i mean like i said in short to recap there is a great opportunity to make a career out of music um you know if you work hard do the right things and just stick with it and you know what if you want to follow the rest of everybody else you know it's just it's tougher to do because um it's going to come down to how much money you actually want to spend you know for for being a star and i don't know what that means anymore punjabi music because yeah you can be a star you know on youtube whatever it is but like are you getting any gigs i don't know like are you making any money i don't know right so but you got plenty of people you can learn from so hopefully uh uh himani i hope i answered your question if not email me back let me know uh, what you want to know specifically man but let's get back to music y'all this is desi beats Red rose mangu tumi puri pap di akh vek na husan tera raj di Red rose mangu tumi puri pap di akh vek na husan tera raj di Siddhi hik te bullet mangu vaj di
to the D E J J J J J J J J Some news fam, uh, Bollywood star Shahrukh Khan was visiting uh, the city of Dubar Sahib in Amritsar um, with his son and they were taking in some blessings um, and he also said that uh, Sikhs are the pride of India. Um, he said that Punjabis are known for their delicious food, happiness, culture and that uh, uh, they are recognized for their bravery. He further said that Sikhs are the pride of India because they are known everywhere in the world for their kindness and humanitarian efforts. Um, I have to agree with that, man. Seva is part of our life. It's part of our culture. So, you know, it's. Um, it, I'm glad he uh, talks about that. And that and that statement is very important. Um, I'm a Punjabi Sikh, okay? Um, I'm not an Orthodox practicing Sikh, but I, uh, I consider myself Sikh, especially the Seva part. I mean, the amount of Seva I've done in my life, not necessarily in the Gurdwara, but just stuff I've done in the music community and this and that, especially in my city, no one can touch it, hands down. I'll put anyone to that to that test, all right? Um, but my point is this, um, there's so much going on, especially in the United States of America right now, there's all this about, you know, um, you know, refugees, taking refugees into your country, and so many people oppose it. You know what? I get it. I understand where you guys are coming from. But if you're a Punjabi Sikh, Punjabi Sikh, I know not all Punjabis are Sikhs and all are all Sikhs are Punjabi, I get it, right? But if you're a Sikh, okay, Punjabi Sikh, I'm, I'm talking about us now, I'm not talking about anybody else, I'm a Punjabi Sikh, so I can only talk about me, I do not represent any faction of anything else, okay? If you're a Punjabi Sikh like me and you have this notion that there should be no refugees allowed in your country, please hand in your Sikh card today because that is not what we are about. Right, we're about seva. It's what we do, you know, helping those that uh, need help. Right, we provide food for those that need food. The gurdwara are open for everybody. You know, it doesn't care about race, culture, right, the color of your skin. You know, you're fat, you're small, you're tall. What shoes you're wearing, what clothes you're wearing, it doesn't matter. Our gurdwara are open for everybody, so they can get the help that they need. And that's something that's absolutely phenomenal about our community. And sometimes people just forget because of, you know, whatever, their own insecurities or whatever it may be, man. And I'm just trying to, you know, remind you guys that it's really important that we stay true to that because that's what we are about. That is our duty and obligation. See, Sikhi is not a religion. That's the part that, you know, pisses me off about, you know, about that name given to it. Like, that's that's what Gore gave Sikhi, the name religion. 
Religion is typically something like if you do something or don't do something, there's a cause and effect. With Sikhi, they're all guiding principles. It's a duty. It's an obligation. It's like commandments. You know what I mean? It's like common sense shit. So, you know, just keep that in mind. If you're like me and you're confused and, you know, you don't know how much Sikhi to, you know, be involved in. Look, at the end of the day, as long as that's the main thing, right? There's so many principles in our Sikhi that you can follow. Some of them I don't agree with, man. I admit it. You know, I don't agree with some of them. But some of them I do. The stuff that I do agree with and I do follow, I practice it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I do this out of pure seva. This podcast. Honestly, this is my, you know, one of the ways I do seva. I do this. I don't make any money out of it. I put it out there so people can enjoy, get a laugh or two, whatever. You know, I'm hoping that this hour that someone listened to this, you know, is stress-free. It's not worried about something or a bill that needs to be paid or you're having a shitty day or whatever it is. I want to, you know, my goal is to take you away from that so you can sit down, relax, and enjoy you know, chuckle, get mad at me, whatever it is you need to do, but not worry about shit. You understand what I'm trying to say? Okay, cool. I'm glad you got that point. Well, let's get into the old school record of the week. I have a classic for you guys today, man. Actually, one of one of my favorite songs. I used to play this all the time when I used to DJ. This one's from Ishara. The record's called Bachke, old school record of the week.
You know what? It's nice to see other artists now expressing their opinions on the Punjabi music industry. Um, you know, people like Jiti, great producer, my homeboy GV, True School. Um, it's nice to see them, you know, venting their frustrations on certain things. You know, for example, like YouTube views, distortion records, um, whatever, whatever that bothers them. You know what I mean? It's it's good to see because honestly. Five, six years ago, it'd be very rare that some opera would talk about stuff like that or a producer or whatever because they didn't want to rock the boat. Um, but I'm glad that, you know, people are seeing the value 
of when you actually vent stuff like that because your fans want to see the realness in you. You understand what I'm saying? See, the, the, the problem that I have with the industry is that it the picture seems to be way too perfect. Like, there's never any problems. I've said this many times, you know what I mean? Like, you know, stage to jake when there's like, you know, be Johnny artists or there's no issues there, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, hanji, hanji, paji, paji. Like, I don't buy that, man. Especially in 2017 with Generation Y artists. I, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I'm not saying you go out there and fight in the background, but, you know, like, if you look at hip hop, you look at like, you know, top 40, whatever, there's always something going on. There's always some personal issues and stuff. Now, I'm not saying you, you know, you, you know, you put your dirty laundry out there. That's not what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, you know the scene's not perfect right and those perfections need to be told those stories need to be told because you're giving a false you know image of what it actually really is like you know what i mean like i bet you a lot of people coming to the game had no idea that labels want xyz they want you to buy spend money on this and buy youtube views and this and that now all this stuff is coming out now artists you know these new artists or people that want to get in the game are like holy shit man seriously this is what it's like you know they may be second guessing but at least they now know up front what to expect and I think that's what we're missing is that that whole realness of what the expectation is. And all these guys that have done something, you know, that produce records, have been in the game for 10 plus years, they can give you this information. You know, you should, instead of hating on them, like, oh, this guy's such a hater, or like, even with me, like, people are, oh, you're such a hater, and blah, blah, blah. You know what, maybe there's an opportunity to learn something from here, right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I don't hate or whatever on purpose, they may come across like that, but no, you know, I'm very passionate of what I do, right? And, you know, I, I have strong beliefs, and I'm opinionated. Does that make me a hater? Well, to most people is yeah and that's just stupid thinking you know what i mean like it's that's not hateration like i don't go around say oh so so bandai is an asshole or blah blah this guy's a fudu banda over here i don't say shit like that you know what i mean like if i get a problem with your music it's because i got a problem with your music i don't have a problem with anybody personally right unless you personally attack me for no reason right if you're gonna get if you're gonna make shit personal well then that's on you you understand what i'm saying so all i'm saying is you know thank thank you for those of you uh, especially those artists producers writers songwriters whatever you know musicians for voicing your opinion on social media for people like myself to see that you know you guys you know think the same as us you guys bleed the same as us you guys feel the same frustrations as we do and it's greatly appreciated you understand what i'm saying let's get back to music man this is this beat y'all
Alrighty, fans, about that time, shameless promotion times. www.djreminis.com is the website. Make sure you guys go, please check that out. Email me, imdjreminis at gmail.com. I get like one email a month, man, and I get like thousands in listens. I don't understand that. If you guys want your voices heard or you want me to say something or talk about something, holla at your boy. You know, I love hearing from you guys. Honestly, I want to know how I'm doing. You know, if I'm absolutely shit, you know what I mean? I can change it up a little bit here and there right but uh whatever it's all good uh facebook.com slash the reminisce that's another great place to get a hold of me um i post everything on there all my youtube videos all my youtube links um you know anytime i post a podcast all the track listings everything is there as well another great resource for yourselves 
If you guys are on YouTube and you want to learn something about the music industry, how to mix, produce, etc., stuff like that, you can catch me on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Reminisce. That's where I teach people how to do stuff. Also, I have my music review channel, which you can check out the latest and greatest music reviews from myself. I keep it real on those. And that's youtube.com slash uh, The see Record. Again, all these links are on the website. Also, you can uh, get me up on Twitter, at Amin Reminisce, another great place to get a hold of me. That's my favorite social media platform. Um, I bother gone on there every single day of the week. So if you're on Twitter, feel free to add me. If you want to catch a glimpse into my daily life, into my personal life, I'm a daily vlogger on YouTube, youtube.com slash Amandeep Benissar. And I'm on Snapchat at Amandeep Benissar. So you can get a hold of me everywhere, man. I'm on like most social media platforms. You know what I mean? But you know what? It's about that time, man. It is February. It is Friday. You know, I guys want you to enjoy your weekend. You know what I mean? And like I always say every single week, listen, never forget your roots. Always stay close to your culture. I, I'm your boy, DJ Reminisce. Have a great weekend. Peace out, fam.
You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Yeah, 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 yeah